Money never hurt nobody. All right. Okay. All right. So now, okay. So now, since we got the sponsors out the way, so now DJ Duvron. So I need you to tell me what made you actually come up to want to play this position, right? You went through, right? You right? You took my viewers through through how you became a DJ, how you was once an artist. But what made you want to gather up a whole bunch of artists and play that DJ Khaled? Because from what I'm hearing, yes, before you, because from what I heard the song, you sound like you're the perfect man for the for the for the for the position. So I, I just want to play my my position. I feel like um, I've always been a connector, kind of like you. Um, you know, you're a connector, connecting different genres of, of music or the the culture. Let me let me correct myself. You're 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 touching different um, aspects of the culture, and I wanted to be able to touch different aspects of the culture. So, um, 2020, as messed up as 2020 has been, uh, 2020 was definitely a time for me to really sit back, reflect, and really come up with a game plan. So, back in February. Um, a really good friend of mine, uh, he's like a brother to me, Jovi Jove. Um, we been messing with each other for like the last 12 plus years. And um, in February, we sat down and talked. And, you know, I, I made this decision to go full time DJ in February of this year of 2020. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why I made that decision is because. I had all kinds of beats, all kinds of music that producers have sent to me. Um, I tried to avoid the whole YouTube thing. I tried to avoid, you know, the beat stars and all that other stuff. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I, I want to be able to have something made from scratch. I, uh, and so in February, Jovi and I basically came to the conclusion to where, how can we utilize the platform that we have, the talent that he has mm -hmm. and, and do something for the city. And we came up with the idea of let, let's try to get different producers within Las Vegas to contribute music. Let's get different artists from all different sides of the, even people I've never to this day still met have messed with me on this particular project. So we said, let's, Let's go with this. So the fuck around song that we're going to introduce to the world momentarily, mm -hmm. that particular song was supposed to be a song for me where I was rapping and everything without what it came to. And we were in the studio and we just basically, they, they came at me and was like, man, I know you got something that you sitting on. And I said, you know what? I do have something that I'm sitting on. I put it in. Uh, we used to record b before it shut down at the Palms Casino studio. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you know anything about the, the studio at the Palms, that's a major factor in the city. Uh, it's very high tech and high class. And, uh, you know, we were recording there and uh, we just we came up with fuck around and that night. And then we decided that this is what we were going to do. And. Now we're 16 songs. That's how much, how many songs are on the, the project. There's 16 songs on there. There's 23 different rappers that are on there. There is four different producers. Off, all, almost 98% of them are from Las Vegas. Being from the Bay Area, I have a, a couple um, partners still that are in the Bay that do their thing. That um, The only named person that's on the project is Goldie Gold of the Federation. If you're familiar with the old the whole hyphy movement from the Bay Area and, and that song hyphy from the Federation, Goldie Gold is also featured on the project. But other than that, every other rapper that's on there is on the cusp of, of really exploding. And I wanted to be that one to be able to say, okay, let me utilize the, the avenue that I have at the radio station, which I'm an executive music curator in charge of all the DJs that are at the station. Um, you know, so I, I, I have a little pool, I would say, to be able to get that independent artist played and heard to 1.8 million plus worldwide listeners um mm. you know being on the internet uh that's that's big so that's where the idea for the project came we had a listening release party uh the album comes out at the end of january um but uh a week ago we had a a record release party actually a couple of days ago uh listening party not a record release party and uh the feedback that we had uh you know and i wanted to make it an intimate 
obviously with COVID going on still, we had to make sure that people had their masks, that we weren't overstacking who was there, but it was a good little turnout. It was influencers that were in the city, um, artists, as far as rappers, R&B uh, artists, producers, and it was an opportunity that I was able to, to get everybody together to network um, because a lot of times you hear cities talk about, unless you're Atlanta or, um, you know, I see the unification in New York that they're doing too. Um, but unless you're like Atlanta is probably the perfect example. It, it, it's, it, it hasn't been a big success to get one region or one city all together to be on the same page. And that's what I'm trying to do with Las Vegas and really expand that um, to other cities and, and help those independent artists um, with the avenue that I have. Mm. Yeah, sound like the interview damn near over. No, no, no. But but you know what I'm saying? But I mean, but like if you don't mind me asking, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh because you know, on the fifth, you know, on the fifth and hill show, on the fifth and hill TV show, every answer turns into some type of question. You know what I'm saying? Trent, not, and that's, not me, and that's what you, you know, and that's what you would notice, you know? Like, every every answer that you give me, there will always be another question behind it. Like, uh, my next question is, so how did you get on the radio? Like, how did that client come from? So... You know, one of my one of my aspirations in college, I, uh, I wanted to major in communications and uh, I did take some broadcasting classes while I was there and it was probably my best grades out of all. And I did good in school, but it was probably my best grades because I was really into that. So I got right. to create commercials and everything else. And just my love of music, um, you know, I remember just sitting with my pops and he would bust out his, his you know, vinyl and everything else. And I'd sit there and we'd go through all of his records and, you know, kind of like I do with my kids now, I'm always quizzing my kids. My dad would always quiz me, do you know who this is? You know, and he would, he would give me the education on the music and everything else. And I was just so attracted to that. That's what made me want to start rapping and getting into music in the first place because of just seeing how, how much my father loved that shit. And, and it was so attractive to me that I wanted to be able to, to stay with the music and to be able to, to really like emerge myself in, in the music. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like, I've had the perfect opportunity to do so, so why not take advantage of it? So the radio station, getting on the radio station, I reached out to E. Carice. She's the owner. It's the only female Black-owned radio station in Las Vegas. And, and so that's another thing that I'm proud of. We do a lot of community work. And uh, like I said, in corporate America, we work together. Um, and as I was going through management and everything else in corporate America, um, she was doing the same thing. And, and she kind of took me under her wing and uh, really gave me a lot of game back then as far as, you know, managing people and how to get the most out of people and so forth and so on. And, you know, I'm very grateful for all the time uh, in corporate America. I worked for a company for 20 years and I, and I moved up, you know, to pretty high levels within that particular company. So she knows what my work ethic was and she didn't really hear me DJ before, but she knew that I'm a solid person. If I said, hey, I, I want to be part of this, she wanted me to be a part of that. And I'm, I'm just grateful that she allowed me to be part of it in two and a half years. I mean, I remember when I was posting stuff saying, yeah, we got 1,500 listeners that have listened to us so far. We also syndicate Cheryl Underwood's show on on our station so that that doesn't hurt the cause as far as our listeners that listen so you know we we take pride in and really like we could play explicit music so you know a lot of people won't have those radio edits that you need and i'm going to be honest with you i don't have the, the time to make those radio edits so i was able to become a dj and just because she gave me that, not, not because she gave me that opportunity, because I wanted that opportunity. And she gave me the opportunity to be great. And, and that's all I'm trying to do is, is be great with this DJ stuff. You know, there's still a lot of stuff that I have to learn as far as the DJ is concerned, but I know how to talk to people, obviously. Um, I, know how to I know how to talk to people. And I need, 
get to where we want to go. Um, and, and again, I, I don't know what it is, why I couldn't do that with my rap career, but I want this so much more. And 2020 has given me time to reflect. And, and I'm not going to lie, I've got one verse on the project that we have. I was talked into doing something like, you got to do one verse. And uh, I got a lot of positive feedback on that as well. But um you know, this DJ stuff, I'm just grateful to be in the opportunity. And that's how I got on the radio, man. And um, just being consistent, continuing to master my craft, um, you know, continuing to be out in the community, teaching kids, you know, how, how to DJ, you know, the, the basic fundamentals. I mean, these are all things that, that just make this such a, a better avenue for me. And, and I want to take full advantage of it. And I'm doing that in, in, and then there's no looking back for me. You know what I mean? Okay, so I mean, okay, so right. So if you could rate the, the album, because that that's for the sound like sound like an album. It don't sound like a mixtape. Sound no, like from yeah, so. I want to be clear because a lot of people like when you hear a DJ that's hosting or a DJ that's on it, like I'm on every single track, but it's not like I, I'm over here introing, might be say talking my shit at the beginning of it. But I, that's that's it. It's not like it's oversaturated. It's not like it's a mixtape where you're hearing me all over the, you know what I mean? All over the place. So it, it is a, a studio, all original tracks. Uh, it's going to be on all streaming platforms. It's called They Didn't See Us Coming because nobody in the city really saw this coming. You know, I had a name as Days Bond. That was my rap name in, in the uh in the city and a lot of people knew me as days bond but a lot of people didn't know me as dj do wrong and and what i've learned this year as we keep accomplishing different goals is i'm noticing that as people see me like hold on isn't that days bond and they're starting to connect the dots and everything else and they know how hard i worked and and what type of solid dude i've, I've always been and and i just continue to do that man and like I said, I represent the underdog. You know, I just want people to be heard. There's a lot of talent in Las Vegas. We are the entertainment capital of the world. We need to take full advantage of it when it comes to this music stuff. And I'm really just trying to unite the city and 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 have the 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 radio station um, be an avenue to get these guys heard. Okay. 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 I mean, okay. So, like, with that being said, right? I'm gonna put you in the hot seat, right? Oh, you did so, that to me before. You know, yeah. I you know I thrive on that stuff. Let's do it. I, do it. I want you to thrive when I ask you this question. <laughs> so, all right. So, so what is your favorite utmost song on that album? If you don't mind me asking, like what? And and when you tell me, right? I want you to tell me uh, why and the experience that you had making that song. All right. So, like I said, there's 16 tracks that are on there. Um, the the very first track, which is the, I don't want to say slowest tempoed song, but every song on the project is an up-tempo track. Being mm. a DJ, I wanted to make sure that if you play it in the club, it's up-tempo and people are going to want to do something to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and, and so... Um, my favorite song on there, man, there's so many good songs. And because it features so many different artists that's on there, it attacks mm. many different angles. One of a lot of the compliments that I got back was saying you gave a lot of these artists a new sound because there's like it's not necessarily their sound. It's the sound that, you know, I think being a DJ would really get them heard and, and get people to really like those type of tracks and yeah. they they believed in the vision so i mean fuck around just because that that's kind of what set it off mm -hmm. it, it would be easy for me to say that's my favorite track that's on there um i must say right now this song called like like um it, it features it features jovi jove fast mm -hmm. money jay and uh the queen of las vegas her name is misfit um mm -hmm. It's the only female, unfortunately, at this time, this ain't my first project that I want to do. We're going to do more projects, but the only female that is on this project is the queen. And, and again, her name is Misfit, but the song's called Like Like. And, you know, it, it, the, the process of, of creating that song, 
Um, got everybody in there. Misfit, I, I've seen around, but never really met in person. Jovi Jove had a, a connection with her, invited her to the studio. Um, Fast Money J, I was DJing at somewhere. I saw and I saw them perform. Uh, they got a whole clique called uh, the Fast Money Gang. Fast Money is spelled uh, fast as F V. And then all the rest is fast money. But instead of the A, they have a V. But these cats, they're they're young, they're hungry. Um, they really knew how to turn out uh, their performance and everything else. You could tell they really put the time and effort in there. And so I invited them to the studio as well. And we just created magic. That's actually the that we're going to drop. It's called Like Like. And uh, we'll be filming the video for that in the next couple of weeks. So... Stay tuned for that. But that I would say that's probably my favorite track. And when we were in the studio recording that, um, it was just like, it, it felt like we knew, all of us knew each other for a long time. We were vibing off each other. Um, it, it just, the creative process, like if things weren't necessarily like maybe a line or something wasn't where we needed to be, what I like about them is it's different for me. When I'm rapping, I'm writing my own shit and I'm not really saying nothing to nobody. You know what I mean? I'll take some some critique, uh, criticism and some feedback, but now I'm on the other side uh, of doing that. And I have a, a idea of how I want that sound. And I never impede on what anybody's doing as far as their style. But I will tell you, if that's not it, that's not it like that verse is not it and and that's where i think the dj in me comes out is where i'm able to to really say we need a different sound like you gotta sound you can't sound dated you gotta also sound like you're you're with the times right now like like I'm a little older than the younger generation of rappers, but I listen to everything. And, and that's what people fall in love with my DJ uh, when I'm DJing stuff, because I'll mix the old stuff with the new stuff and everything else. So hopefully that answered your question. I told you I could talk. Mm -hmm. off, I'll talk your ear off, brother. No, it's OK. It's OK. It's OK. I mean, that's what I like. You know, like you're very active. You know what I'm saying? You know, and you answer questions, uh, you know, directly. But, uh, you know, but it was one thing that actually sparked my attention about that video. Um, you know, you know, coming from a man perspective, you know, you would think it would be uh, itty bitty, uh, uh, the girl. But what, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But what, what really sparked my attention was Jody Joe. Isn't it? Like he, 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 he sparked my attention because... I didn't know what the hell he was saying. All I knew that it was hot. That's how I know. Like, that's how I know it's a hit. Like, so, that's how I know it, it's going to go. Well, thank you, man. And with uh -huh. Jovi, with, with, because we masterminded this whole plan, mm -hmm. and because he's so versatile, Jovi's on all 16 tracks, whether it's a verse, whether it's a chorus, and it's so different. Like, people will say, who is that? And I'll be like, that's Jovi. And people will yeah. be like, wow. Um, it, He's it, a star. Funny. He's a star. I think so, too. And um, I'm going to do everything and anything in my power to be able to get that exposure for him. That's another reason why I said, you know what, let me take a backseat. Let me go ahead and push you as much as possible. That's why we master plan this and, and involved all the city. I mean, basically, it's with him rapping on everything. It's really his project with a bunch of features if you really want to break it down. However, mm -hmm. that's not how we're approaching it. You know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. again, it's the connections that we built with the city. Mm. Um, with these different rappers. And again, there's there's still three or four of the rappers that I personally still have not met that I've only talked through social media that I'm like, here, I'm going to send you the track. And then they send me back the track and it's still all love. You know what I mean? They're still promoting it. Um, and, and they're just happy to be part of it because a lot of places, the DJs will talk about, yeah, bring us the records. We'll do this. We'll do that. But they really don't. Like, they mm. don't. Like, mm. and, and being an artist, I experienced a lot of that stuff. And and, and you know, part of it, they might not feel it's hot, but somebody will. You feel what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And, mm -hmm. and um, there's a lot of hot stuff that's going on out here as far as music is concerned. So let's let's get it heard, man. Right. And I see that you're tapping into different, you know, different artists in Las Vegas and stuff like that. I saw that you talked to Goliath Cruz. Goliath Cruz is on one of the songs. Any also. Yeah. And he also produced another track on, on the project. So even though he's now in Florida, 
we mm-hmm. still network and we still are doing what we need to do. And that's just because of the connections that we've made. Him and Jovi have a project together, have actually a couple projects together. Mm-hmm. And and like, it, it's just time to, to get the city heard, especially Jovi, Jove heard. And, uh, you know, this is my avenue. Why not take advantage of it and, and really get everybody in, in, in the city to ride the wave, man? And mm-hmm. I need to, but we're way bigger than Vegas. Don't get me wrong. Like, we don't think Las Vegas. We're thinking so much bigger than Las Vegas. But we we just need, we need people to hear what we have to offer because our sound is is a little different. Our sound, you're, you're, it, it's going to keep you interested, man. And mm-hmm. we have a video to kind of like, all of the, the artists that's on the fuck around track are real lyricists they're they're real lyricists and this is a little different style for them it's a little bit more sing-songy um and and they just wanted to show you that they could do this shit too mm-hmm. however that's not normally what they do they normally will like beat your ass up with some bars for real for real mm-hmm. 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 and and uh like i mean like and the thing is uh uh you know like when i was actually paying attention to the video um and I mean, it's something, you know, that I, I peeped about him, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to tell you about this story. Um, you know, I was actually talking to, who was I talking to? Um, I was talking to DJ Hollywood, um, uh, yeah, uh, not long ago. And uh, this was yesterday. And I was talking to him about somebody who's having the it factor, you know, the in factor. And... The thing is, right, is that what I told him, I told him that I knew when Ray Smur uh, Ray 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 Smurder was like like was gonna blow up. Like I knew it. I knew it because and I'm gonna tell you how I knew it is because I went on the video before a thousand views and this and this was way before the world knew who they were as a collective. Right, I swear to you, no lie. I went on that YouTube page and I was like, yo, I was like, yo, these boys gonna blow. They gonna blow. And I swear for you, no lie. Later on that week, they went viral. That's they it. went viral. They went viral later on in that week. And and the thing is, is that like even with certain songs on albums, like like I can listen to a song and I'll be like, all right, yo, yo, that go. And then they wind up shooting a video for it. You understand what I'm saying? Like I so it's like, so like when when I hear Jody, like I know that he a star. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't gotta, you know, I ain't gotta put that past him. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, you know, like that's like he's in his element, like that's his destiny. You know, like that's 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 you know what I'm saying? Like you could tell like that that's what it, that's what he's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't mind me asking, like, you know, how did you and uh you and him wind up linking up? <laughs> so uh, I love telling this story. So I want to say it was about probably the end of 2008, beginning of 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to this video shoot for, for this artist named Showcase that was out here. And mm-hmm. uh, it was on a rooftop that had a swimming pool at one of the high rises in, in Vegas. And um, I remember I had I had a, uh, a white Pontiac G6. And the reason why I say that is because I invited Jovi to come down to the car to come smoke with me. You know what I mean? You know, us rappers, we like to, you know, bond over some weed. That's what we like to do sometimes, some of us. Uh-huh. Um, and so I got to play in some of my music. He got to play in some of, some of his music. And I'm like, man, you are incredible. Me and him actually did, um, a couple years later, we actually did uh, a mixtape that it's on Dat Piff. It's called Days of the Bad Guy. Me and him did a, a, a mixtape together that's still available to this day. But ju- yeah, just his talent, just his talent, like his story is, is crazy. He's a foster child. You know, he's wow. a, he was a crack baby. He was a crack baby. He was born in in uh, L.A. and yeah. uh, you know he. I, I can't wait till people get to hear his story and everything that he came from, because 
like it, it was real rough. And, and so me always rooting for the underdog because I was an underdog coming up myself. You know what I yeah. mean? Me always rooting yeah. for the underdog. You know, underdogs seem, seem to attract to each other. And uh, he's very creative. So we just would get into the studio and I ended up buying a studio to have at my house. So basically almost on a daily basis, this is before, you know, I decided to get married and have kids and stuff. Um, but he would always be at my house and, and I would be at work doing my corporate thing. But I made sure that there was four or five of them and I was kind of doing this already, but as a rapper, I wanted to provide something for the talent that was in, in town. And Jovi was one of the ones he used to go by Bobby Bond Jovi is what he used to go by. But uh, he's been Jovi Joe for a while. I mean, he's always been Jovi Joe. But um, I just I, I, like you said, he has that superstar like factor. And it's just people have not heard that. And I, I put my money on him against anybody. You know what I mean? It's just the creative process. He's one of those ones that writes up here. So I don't see him in his phone. I don't see him with some paper. Like he's that guy that is creating as we go. And, and you know, that talent to be able to do that. And there's a lot of artists that obviously, like, I'm still one of the ones I'm writing in my phone. You know what I mean? But um he's got it all up here and and it's just the creative process it, it, it's just impeccable man and all of the songs to to be part of that process he's executive producer me and him are executive producing this like we're putting a lot of money into this project the videos you know we want to make sure that everything is released right so everybody gets all the credit for what they've done whether it's production like i'm not trying to fuck nobody over i'm trying to put the city on and do this the right way um yeah. and you know i'm i'm proud of what we've accomplished but that's how i met jovi and we've been rocking ever since brother thank you man we've been rocking oh. yeah yeah i want to clap for that that's 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 what's up no 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 finish what you were saying i apologize no 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 i i'm just like I'm excited for this project, especially when I got people together to to hear it. And again, we're in the mixing and mastering um, phases of everything. So we have a very good engineer. So even the unmixed and mastered stuff still sounds good. But the, just the feedback, it's it's like you know people listening to it, clapping afterwards. Like it was a real good vibe. And and um, you know I, I can't wait for the world to hear it. In, in about another month. Um, you know, I, I can't wait for everybody to hear it because then hopefully we talk again, maybe season three, and you'll be telling me what your favorite songs are on there. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or we could do a, just a whole interview with Collective. And, I'm with it. And everybody, you know what I'm saying? I get you know. everybody involved. Jo I know yeah. Joby would love to talk to you. Yeah. Like I said, he got a he got a real good story um, of, of of I don't want to say rags to riches because that's so cliche, you know what I mean? But um, he struggled, man, and and it, it's his time. And and people like you, people like me, um, we have the avenue to to be able to give people this exposure. And I think that's what we were put on this earth to do, man. Is mm -hmm. it, give people that exposure we're creatives so you're going to be able being an artist yourself you're going to be mm -hmm. able to to really appreciate what you hear that's good we're trying to not have that I, like i don't want a one-hit wonder i don't want you to just listen to something and be like yeah because that's that's what age we're in is is that one-hit wonder you got one song yeah. and a lot of artists ain't ain't going going through with stuff after that you know what yeah. i mean and, yeah um, if you didn't take advantage of 2020 and really reflect on on how to proceed forward um, during a pandemic, like obviously none of us have faced any of this stuff before, but you could sit there and whine and complain or you can make the best of the situation. And I, I feel that's what we're doing is we're setting our, ourselves up for success. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, okay. So um, I got a clip for you. Okay. I got a clip for you. I want, I want you to see this. Cool. Okay. Um, you see it? Is it on your screen? Yep. The reason why music artists get broke. Uh, yeah. Go broke. Go broke. Yeah. All right. Fam! 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 Madame, madame! I know you're signing contracts in that, but read the thing, fam. Wow. So, <laughs> listen, hey. So, so, right. 
So, uh, so, uh, <laughs> I want you to tell me, I want you to tell me how you feel about that particular meme. And, um, I want you to, um, explain to me what type of contracts, um, have you actually saw, or actually ran into, or saw artists run into? Man, every contract I've seen folks running is some bullshit. Every single last one of them. Let's go ahead and get straight to it. Like, first of all, like, that's where again, it comes in with knowledge. They have these, these lawyers where you can hire them $25 a month for fees for things like that. If you get to the point where you about to sign a contract with somebody, right? the next word, when somebody says sign something, <laughs> a contract, word, contract, <laughs> contract equals lawyer. Right. So, so, and so, You've been in this game for a while, right? Yes, sir. So, and, you know, and, you know, like, you're not the only person that I asked this for. He's not the only person I ever asked that. And I asked about four or five, six other people because I want to come up with a conglomerate episode about contract. So, as an artist and as a DJ, I want to know what type of contracts have you ran into. So... Some of the contracts that, that I've run into is mm -hmm. obviously not favorable to the actual artists. And mm -hmm. um, that's why I'm, I'm not too fond of, in this day and age, of, of really signing with a major. Now, um, I have a, a partner by the name of Bishop with the Juice, Bishop J. He's, uh, he's an upcoming artist that I've got featured on three songs and, you know, we got into a conversation and he was talking about, well, if a, a major label came at me, I, I would sign in a heartbeat. And, mm. and um, yeah, he's really going to be signed by somebody. Um, he's that dope. But he also on the flip side is thinking about, but in this day and age, I could do the shit independent. Um, and I could, I could really get, whether it's it's SoundCloud, which he's not trying to do the SoundCloud thing. Um, there's this there's this gentleman by the name of Pyro. He's a producer. He sings like he's he's probably one of the dopest artists. Um, he was in a group called I-15. The reason why I bring him up, he uh, has something called God Society. And what's dope about God Society, it's it's something for the creatives. And I don't want to talk too much about his shit. But what mm -hmm. it is, is, is basically, let's say that you need some, let's say you're in LA and you need somebody that's going to be able to film a video for you, or you need some production or whatever else. Within this God Society, there's a bunch of different creatives, whether it's people who do videos, camera work, whether it's, it's, it's producers, whether it's rappers or whatever. And, and, and it's a way of, of releasing things independently on your own, where he's not looking for anything. Everybody's going to get paid. And that's that's kind of the model that I'm 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 following. Um, is I, I, there's no contracts on any of this stuff. Everybody's gonna get the the publishing that they should be getting, the writing credits that should, they should be getting, the production credits that they should be getting, because mm -hmm. we equally put into this. So mm -hmm. as, as far as contracts are concerned, I've never signed a contract. I've seen some some contracts that were not favorable to the artists. So therefore, um, I, I I personally feel independent is the best way to go um and and really push yourself yes it's going to take a little bit longer um we've been working a lot of years at this but when it is that time to blow it, it's because of the hard work and dedication and the money and everything else that you put in to your craft to be able to reap the benefits of that and if a major label wants to come for some distribution deal or something like that then you know we can talk about you know what's going to be favorable if, if a distribution deal makes sense and we've got a couple people a couple labels excuse me that are interested in the project that we have um on a distribution type deal and uh you know so th that's not just something that i'm going to make a decision on since jovi's my business partner in this where we've really put together um a plan to, and and again, the plan is going to be going forward to make sure that he gets that exposure. I, I, I want us to be able to not have any restraints on the creative processes that we have in place. You know, mm. we had some artists that 
on this project that we had that unfortunately didn't make the project had to be replaced because maybe they just they couldn't live up to what I needed them to live up to not saying that they're bad artists or or anything like that it just might not have been that flavor for it and and we just maybe couldn't get it right but with that particular artist. So we bring a different artist in to see what the right pieces would be. And everybody going into it, it's no surprise. You know, some people's feelings could get hurt. You know, us rappers, the rappers, they got egos, you know, at times. Yeah. They, we want our ego stroked. And, and when somebody, you know, takes us off of a song or something like that, of course, it's gonna, it's gonna mess with your head and your ego a little bit. But it was, it was established at the very beginning of the project to where it's like we we want to represent what we have here in Las Vegas to the fullest extent of greatness and if we can't match that greatness um and Jovi will bring the greatness out of you because he's such at a high level to where other artists are going to want to elevate to that level or vice versa there's some other artists that's out here that is is pretty high level wise as far as what they've done and the work that they put in and it elevates it, it, you know that elevation process you you want to you 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 want to be better than than the last song or the last verse or whatever it may be and mm -hmm. everybody who's contributing to this project it, it has been able to to elevate their game mm, okay okay so um i got another clip um i got another clip on my i mean about the um about the same you know about the same topic um, but this is uh, but this but this is actually talking about a 360 bit. Okay. Um, hold up. Business. You know, I was gonna ask a question like that. You know, and, and I, I mean, knew it came from left field. I've, I mean, I've seen thousands of contracts in the music industry, and yeah. I mean, to this day, a lot of them still amaze me. The things that people try yeah. to get across. Um, yeah. I, what's the craziest thing I've ever seen? I would say, you know, like, I, there's something called a 360 deal. I'm not sure if you know what a 360, okay. So 360 deal, that. Mino was actually the first rap artist in the music industry to ever sign a 360 deal. Um, wow. Not, not. So... With that being said, how do you feel about that? And have you ever um, physically have you have your eyes ever physically saw a 360 bit? Or I have you ever known somebody to I've go known, through that? I've known a couple people go through that. And okay. um I mean I feel that okay, let me make sure that I understand a 360 deal because I don't want to misspeak. If, if I'm not educated enough about this 360 deal. It's a 360 deal where you get with a label and you're basically paying this label to get you going and then it's gonna come back to you. Like what, what how exactly does a 360 deal? Cause I'm pretty sure that I've, I've heard it, but I wanna make sure that that I'm not talking out the side of my neck. Okay, um, okay so um, a 360 deal, right? It's called a multiple rights deal. That means a record label typically receives a percentage of revenue under 360 deal that would otherwise have been off limits to them. So that means that they take Disney, that that means they take Disney sales, tours, concerts, live performance, live performances, um, uh, merchandise, and endorsement deals. You know what I'm saying? Now you know what I'm saying. Now in a regular now, in a regular contract, in a regular contract, that uh, that would be illegal. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a regular contract, it wouldn't be a go. You know what I'm saying? Because, because, because for one, that, that, that tour, that, that tour money, all that show money is your money. Right. You know what I'm saying? But in a 360 deal, like merchandise, like if you was to put out merchandise, that will go to the label. Yeah. So, like I said, you're paying from my you're paying them without paying them. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah I've known a I've known a, a couple artists in that particular situation, mm -hmm. and I think that's why we've not blown at this particular time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we didn't want to take those 
chances we'd rather again work hard put invest in ourselves and yeah. believe in ourselves and and we've seen the russes we've seen you know different artists out there that have really just grinded to make sure that they put on for themselves mm -hmm. um we've got so much music that we could release on a weekly basis and go that avenue and you know i was told why sit on music if you have all this music um mm -hmm. we could create a lot more music at the same time and i think creators need to understand that you need to just just flood if you're flooding the market with music so people can hear you and you're continuing to master your craft like mm -hmm. the artists that i surround myself with they they are continuously again trying to better themselves than the last verse and really mm -hmm. say some shit and not just be trendy you know what i mean like that, that's what else i like about the project is, is it, it, you, you can't put it in a box. You're going to hear it and you're going to be like, man, there's so many different artists that have different styles that is talking that shit that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I told you, it's all up-tempo stuff. So it, it, they're not necessarily a lot of shoot them up, bang, bang type talk. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's some shit that you really got to listen to. Mm. And um, you know, the, three, the 360, the 360 deals, it's it, it just, I've worked too hard. Like we don't need that upfront money. It'd be nice to be able to say, okay, yeah, this is paid for and that's paid for, but you always got to give that money back. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. so if you have to give all that money back, like that's the other thing that I like about, about Dovey. We've talked about, you know, we don't need all the, the jewels. Let's get some real estate. Let's, let's, let's take the pages out of, of Nipsey's playbook and really execute on stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, let's be smart. We're, we're, of an older age to where we don't need to be on Instagram with a wad of money to our ears and everything else. You know, they, they say gangsters move in silence. Um, I, I really think, you know, people really trying to get that money and everything else, you don't have to be that flashy. And I get it. That's some people's personalities and what they like to do and what they like to show. Um, I don't, I don't feel like that's the avenue or the lane that, that we're trying to, we're, we're trying to show, the other people that are like us, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. that, that can get street with it if we have to, but are so far advanced to where we, we thinking about really creating futures for our kids, you know what I mean? For our families, like really, really building an empire through our craft that we have, whether it's, it's, it's music, whether it's DJing, whether it's, Jovi's a personal trainer. You know, I seen him go from a little scrawny dude to a big swole dude. I mean, he's a short guy, but you know what I mean? And he dedicated, that's what, if you dedicate yourself to whatever your craft is and give your all, you don't need these 360, you can do it on your own. That's why I'm trying to tie everything back together. What I'm saying is mm. believe in yourself. Nobody's going to believe in you more. We had an opportunity to go meet up with somebody who was at some label um, and they were talking a good game and everything else. And no, no disrespect to that person. He could be who he says he is. But when you don't feel the vibes are right at that particular time, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? You gotta, you gotta move on. And when there's four or five individuals that were on that same page and we know that like, you, what's in it? I was always taught with them. You ever heard of with them? With them stands for what's in it for me. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Okay, well mm -hmm. you trying to make money at what you're doing. Well, what's in it for us? How are, like we doing our own thing. How are you gonna benefit us? And if it right. doesn't make, it, I don't wanna say if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. But if, if it's not, you know, gonna make sense for us to keep progressing, then we gonna keep sliding the way that we slide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I got one more, uh, I got one more clip for you. I got one more clip for you. Okay. Uh, You see it? I do. Okay. Say, when you say kicking down doors, what, we, what we've done, it started before me, but I came in that era where we had to continue to stand on them doors to keep them down. You know what I mean? People like Richard Pryor and all them before us and the Bernie Max home, they had kicked them doors wide open. But the generation that came like right slightly behind them, we had to keep standing on those doors so they remained open. There was a time not too long ago that 
if you had the skin color and you went into a comedy club, all the mainstream comedy clubs wasn't allowing blacks on stage. And then when they got to the point where they would allow a black on stage, meaning if you came in 10 minutes after me, they tell you you couldn't go up. They already got the black guy. So, so, right, with that being said, right, so, and you know about hip hop, right? Yeah. So, knowing that you was an artist, right? Mm-hmm. So, so where did you come in? Where did you come in, in in history? Like, in what era did you come in where it was different back then than it is now? I mean, like, okay, so I'm gonna tell you, I graduated in the early '90s. Okay, you're right, I, right. The I, beginning. I I, gra- I graduated in the early '90s, so. You know, you got your Tupacs, um, you got your Biggies, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm really from that era, but um, I also give give these, what some people have labeled mumble rappers or, you know, these new age rappers, I also give them an opportunity. Um, you know, like Coochie Man, I, I don't remember what his name is, uh, YNJ, I think is his name, um, but he got like a, a whole album and like, I. Like somebody hit me to the song and it's not something that I would necessarily play, but when I play it for the crowds, they go absolutely bananas for that shit. You and talking about Gucci man? No, 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 no. It, it, the, the album is, it, his name is YNJ. And oh, I, YNJ. I want to I want to say that the the album is called Coochie Land and like he's got like all kinds of songs that have coochie in it but he's got the song called Coochie Land I think is what it's called and uh again it's not necessarily my flavor but the reaction from the crowd that I I'm able to see you know people love that shit and and so I would be a fool trying to be the best DJ that I can to just limit myself to what I like, you know what I mean? Now, I'm gonna play what I like, but I'm also gonna read my crowd. And I'm gonna also throw in those independent artists that I tell you that I wanna support. And, and you know, somebody's gotta break records. You know, a lot of DJs, oh, well, you don't wanna play stuff in the clubs that people aren't gonna be familiar with. I get it, I get it. You know, one time I played a, a song from Logic Believe it or not, there was a song from Logic that I I, I thought was banging. It, it had the uh, soul food sample, I want to say, in the song. Oh wow! Oh wow! And and uh, when I say soul from the Goody Mob, right? It had that that particular sample in it, and he was like just gassing on it. And I I threw it in there, and and you know it wasn't it wasn't like heads were turning, like who is this or whatever. But I saw some bodies moving, and you know it. it I just use that as an example to where I want to be able to play what I grew up with. You know, I, I wanted to be like Tupac. You feel what I'm saying? Not not his mannerisms and everything else. Just I, I wanted to talk about some conscious shit. You know, I, I wasn't he wasn't in no gangs, but he was around that shit. I was around that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like and 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 so for me. Like Tupac was the realist and, and um, you know, but wanting to, to be the best rapper that I can growing up doing music and all that other stuff. There were so many different influences growing up in the Bay Area. You got your E-40s, your Mac Dre's, like Mac Dre, you know. I did. I opened up shows for Mac Dre um, in the Bay Area at different times. Matter of fact, one of my brothers, his name's Ray Love. Um, if you know anything about the what is it? Uh, uh, the Jersey. What's the Jersey? Uh, there's a Jersey movie that's about New Jersey. New Jersey Drive. You ever seen that movie where it's like a carjacking movie? Anyway, Ray Love. They were signed to Atlanta Records. Blah blah blah. Uh, Ray Love was with Tupac in the first group called Strictly Dope. You know these these are people that I grew up with. You know mm. I've been talking a couple times. My my sister, uh, my niece from my sister. My niece her her baby's daddy is man man who used to be Tupac's road manager sorry that took me so long I just wanted to make sure that I explained it so um you know there's those ties to to greatness in the bay area um and that's where I learned the game that's where I I I 
really learned how to rap and everything else. And then once I moved out to Vegas and saw how much money was out in Vegas, and I, um, again, I moved out to Vegas in 2001. So it's almost 20 years that I've been here in Vegas. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Vegas helped me grow as a man. And um, with my experience in corporate America, and like I could easily manage people if I wanted to do that. Um, but that's not the avenue that I wanted. I, I want to travel, but I also will utilize my 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 tools in order to talk to people to make sure that we get what is fair and what we want. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Now that was a mouthful. Yeah. Here we are, an hour later. <laughs> nah, so I so um I'm a, uh you know I mean well, so I'm gonna ask you uh, about about two more questions and then uh we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna premiere your video. Thank you. We're gonna premiere your new music video. Um, for one, um, I don't know if you know it, but um, hold on, let me hold on, let me pull it up. Um, right here, right, it says right the source, um, that Master P is in negotiations to acquire Reebok hmm. for two point four billion dollars. With ex NBA guard Baron Davis, that's big. I didn't know. I didn't know he was a billionaire. Um, that, that that's 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 real big. Yeah, and you know, I wasn't being in the like. Okay, I know Master P really made a name for himself from Louisiana yeah. and everything else, but he was in. I believe I want to say it was Richmond, California. He yeah. was grinding in the Bay Area, you know, early in his career and stuff like that. And and I, I wasn't the biggest fan of his music, but I was a big fan of his hustle and his yeah. grind. And so um, I, I remember when he wanted to play in the NBA and he tried out for the NBA. I don't know if you remember that, but remember this, that. Doesn't, this doesn't surprise me because Master P is always trying to turn something into an entrepreneurial uh, opportunity. And, and so if, if and Baron Davis, you know, he was a baller. I, I, much respect for Baron Davis. Um, I, I would wonder what they would do with the company. They, they obviously have some type of vision to where they would like to take over the company and, and you know, this being the first time hearing about it, 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 it's it's definitely interesting to see what level they would take it to. But I think Master P has the ability to, to take them to the next level, um, mm -hmm. but it's going to take some more creatives with him, uh, you know, to, to make that happen. And, and I'm mm -hmm. curious to see what happens. What, what, what are your feelings on that? Um... It's a move that I never would have expected from him. At all. At all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and not only that, he going in with Baron Davis. So I, like, I, I don't know where that connection came from, but, you know, Bar Baron Davis is, you know, he was in the streets real real tough. He's from L.A. And, yeah. and um, you know, he paid his dues and, like I said, I got a lot of respect for for Baron Davis as a baller, and and you know you don't really hear a lot of crazy shit about him as far as you know just him losing his mind. So yeah, um, you say the hell out the media. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I feel yeah. he's a competent person to to partner up with and and you know build an empire. And and with again with Master P's previous success with with the things that he's done, the things that he's launched. I mean, he's a big icon in the culture, um, and, and a lot of the youngsters nowadays, they don't, you know, they don't know a lot about Master P, um, and matter of fact, there's this individual out here, his name Spitta P, like, remember this guy's name, Spitta P, but uh, he did a lot of, you know, I got to chopping it up with him, and he got got to talking about how he really researches Master P, and, and you know, how, how he gives a lot of game, and, and, I think he can do it. I think he could turn Reebok, or and not that Reebok is is you know flat. I, I've seen some kicks that they have and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But let's be real; they're not fucking with Nike or Adidas at this particular moment. So mm -hmm. if if they're able to to bring them back to glory, um, you know, back to the hype like the Pump days when they had the Reebok pumps, you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, if they could create some type of new hype with with whatever they plan on doing, I think it could be a success. Okay. All right. I mean, okay. So what do you think about, so, okay. And this, I mean, this is the last question. What, what do you think about Little Yachty? Little Yachty uh, collaborating with Reese Puffs. With who? Reese or Reese Puffs. Is that a cartoon or something? What is that? What is Reese? Nah, nah, I'm talking. Yo, let me show you this. Hold up. Please. Show hold me. Up, hold up. Hold up. I'm going to hold up. It's right here. Look, I, I, I'm going to I'm gonna be honest. I don't know a lot about Little Yachty, but let me watch what this is. Right. It's, 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 oh, it's right here. Reese's. Yeah, Reese's, yeah. I get you. Yeah, <laughs> like what do you, like with the it, what like what do you think about that to know that hip hop came that far? I mean, look at look at everything on TV. Look at look at your your car commercials have hip hop uh, music. You know what I mean? You got all these different you you, you got different medications or whatever, and they got their hip hop influence. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you you the the culture is at an all-time high we know that rap music is the number one music in the world and Mm -hmm. and hip-hop is the number one music in the world so um you you can't you can't take that away from us and and Mm -hmm. to be able to see that at the forefront and and to know that we've seen where it's gone where where it's at right now um you have to be an entrepreneur. Like somebody like Little Yachty is not my favorite artist. Um, you know, I might I might have to download something if you ask me for for Little Yachty. I might not have it. Um, but that's just me being honest. Again, that's that's the conflict that I have in me between between the shit that I like and the stuff that I don't necessarily listen to. However, I am not a hater. And if you're an entrepreneur and that's what we want to do, whether it's using Tupac as an example to where he branched off into acting and, you know, he was a good actor and and you've got these different things where people are branching out to do different stuff. Um, You know, we've had back in the day clothing lines and all this other stuff was real big with all the rappers and and everything. So um, it doesn't surprise me that, commercially that hip hop is in the the forefront because this is what people of our generation or the generations that continue to keep coming, this is what they know is is hip hop. You know, more people are learning about the struggle. um, And and I'm talking about um, not people of color. Um, I'm talking about, you know, a lot more people are starting to open up their eyes and and you know I don't I don't believe any change is going to happen overnight. There's still a hell of a lot of work to do um, on everything. But um, I, I think at this particular time, the culture is just at an all time high, and it, it's great to see people branching off doing what they need to do. Um, uh-huh. I, I like the cereal. My kids like the cereal. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you can get some money off of that and, and get, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of kids that like yeah. Little Yachty's music. And, and it's got to be, there's the whiff them in that. They had to figure out what was in, Reese's had to figure out what was in it for them. So it's going to work both ways. Um, I don't think it's selling out. Um, if that's what you're looking for, you know, do no. type of artists, you know, sell out when they do stuff like this or, yeah. you know, whatever. I don't, I don't think it's any selling out. I think it's expanding your brand. That's what it's all about is yeah. it's really getting your brand out there. Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind collaborating under the DJ do wrong moniker on any of that stuff. Um, yeah. and, and again, that's just expanding your brand. And that's what it's about is we want to expand our brand. So, okay, so, uh, so um, I'm going to have you, I mean, well, pretty much, you know, uh, like that, you know, like that is the interview. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, I want to thank you, you know, for actually, you know, for actually, uh, you know, tuning in and, and being a participant, actually, you know, of my interview. 
I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about what we've got going on in the city of Las Vegas when it comes to this hip hop shit. And, um, you know, there, there's a lot of, of good things. I really appreciate you, you know, reaching out and, and giving me that exposure. Um, and, and, you know, to our listeners and our viewers and everything else, all of your listeners and viewers, I, I just... Thank you for tuning in and and you know if you're ever in vegas make sure you come check out dj do wrong at any of the clubs or parties that i might be doing um because i feel like i'm a people's dj um an artist dj and uh again i just really appreciate the opportunity to talk that talk with you all right yeah yeah but don't uh you know i mean but don't go anywhere because uh <laughs> no only got another segment but you know, but, uh, you know, uh, this is Constantine. Um, you know, I'm here with DJ Duroc. Uh You want to introduce the video? Introduce yeah. Okay. I would love to introduce the video. So this is the first single off the They Didn't See Us Coming project. 16 tracks. DJ Duron presents They Didn't See Us Coming. This song's called Fuck Around. And Fuck Around is F-U-C-C. So if you're searching for it and you want to watch the video again after we premiere it, you can always go onto YouTube and watch that again. Again, it's called DJ Duron Presents Fuck Around featuring Jovi Jove, King Styles, and Easy Red. Produced, when I say produced, the track is produced by Paperboy Beats. The video is uh, filmed and edited and everything by Willie725 of Coolview TV. Check this shit out. You're going to love it. I promise. Hey! Hope you're ready, cause we're coming. DJ Dubron. DJ Dubron, King Styles, Joey Jones, Easy Red. We don't fuck around. Let's go. I'ma fuck around and pull it with the top down. Fuck around and dick her down like I'm fresh out. I'ma fuck around. When it comes to the money, I don't fuck around. Got a bag waiting on me when I touch the town. I don't fuck around. No, I don't fuck around. Blow a bag with my bitch just to fuck around. She give me happy in this every time we fuck around. She really down for the crown, she don't fuck around. Held me down when I was low, shorty stuck around. Put a rollie on her wrist, baby, bust down. Keep the 40 on my hip, I don't fuck around. Let her ride shotgun when we ride around. Yeah, I see you niggas hating cause we up now. like to get like we took a couple months to film that video like yeah. we didn't want to rush that video we wanted to take our time so we could give you a presentation in that video yeah um, 
you know, being somebody who is seeing the, the video maybe for the second time, like what what did you feel about the artist? And, and I don't mean to turn it on you to question you about stuff, but, um, you know, I always love some feedback. What, what did you think of the track? What I think about the track, I mean, you know, I mean, personally, you know, personally, you know, it's not my forte, but I, but it's a good song. You know what I'm saying? Sir. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a, like you know, and I, and I mean it's because of what you know, what type of music I listen to. Right. But the thing is, though, is that when I heard the song and I listened and I listened to it through, I could tell that it's gonna go. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like and you know, like all three artists, you know, like like you could tell what they were saying was definitely three different perspectives. But they were talking about the same thing, you know, and all three of them, like they, they, you can tell, actually, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Uh, what, what's the, uh, not Easy Red, the second one. What, what's, what's the thing? Joe? Yeah, no, no, no. King Style. King Style. Yeah, he looked like, boy, looked like he just got out of prison. So, <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? But you, you know what I'm saying? But you could tell, you know what I'm saying? But you could tell what, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Wherever, you know, wherever those artists came from and whatever they've been through and whatever, like you could tell when they opened their mouth, you could tell it was really from their heart. But this is this Regardless. is where I want to this is where I want to challenge you, and, and this is mm -hmm. this is a, a a good challenge. So you mm -hmm. got Easy Red, yeah. you got Jovi Jove, and yeah. you got King Styles. I challenge you to pull up some of their videos that they have, yeah. and, and watch them individually. Yeah, watch, watch like really, uh. and listen to their their words because again, the, they when we talk again, brother, yeah. you will say you are right. <laughs> I like this shit better than I like this shit, which yeah. is fine. You know what I mean? It's not for everybody. And and the I song is hot. The song, but, the song is hot. And that's what and that's what you know. That's what I love about the track is is there's people that fall in love with that track. There's people that ask me to play that track all the time, and and you know, I, it, it's a good feeling to know that the hard work that we put in is starting to get that recognition. So yeah. I salute you, brother, for playing fuck around like that. That's starting it all. And again, the project will be available at the end of January on all streaming platforms. It's mm -hmm. DJ Duron Presents. They didn't see us coming. Please, 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 please make sure you check it out. Because I promise you, you're going to like all 16 tracks that are on there. And mm -hmm. if not, I promise your friends will play it for them. Shit. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell you what caught me. I'm going to real talk. Right? It was three things that caught me. It was the it was the beginning that caught me. Like it it wasn't the beat that caught me, but it was the beginning that caught me. It was the visual that caught me, and then it was the way that the artist introduced himself. You know and what I'm saying? Say that, vi that video is nominated for a video of the year with yeah. uh, five or six different artists. I sent you I sent you some of that because I it just happened this weekend. And, um, you know, there's a lot of different award shows. There's a lot of different rap lists and stuff that go around and everybody's always, you know, getting in their feelings like I wasn't included on this list or I wasn't included in this video stuff. And, you know, it, it, I want to try to unite the city and I have nothing to do with this. It's just a great feeling to be nominated again to show mm -hmm. that the hard work that we've put in is being recognized and and uh you know just just to have the opportunity to be up against other great videos in the city um again if you get a chance check out all those videos you'll see some of the talent that's in vegas um but again we want to be so much bigger than vegas and we're going to do that and and you know it launches <laughs> it launches this month you know what i mean mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right okay so all right, so I guess you know that's the interview. Um, the, uh, you know, I mean, you know, what I mean, while I still have, you know, um, another, um, you know, I, I mean, while I still have the testimony, uh, you know, I mean, what a testimony, um, you know, I mean, what a testimony part, you know, the interview. Uh, so don't go nowhere. So, um, all right, so that was the interview with DJ Duvall. Uh, I mean, host Constantine. It's the Fifth and Hill TV show uh, presents, and I guess we uh, 
We're going to pay some bills. Um, and see you next time. Take a knee, take a bow. 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 I'm the hottest in the world. Take a knee, take a bow. I'm the hottest in the world. Take a knee, take a bow. 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 All right, all right, all right.